On today's episode, we're joined by the True Hamiltonian founder, Max Francis. Welcome back guys, this week's episode, we are super excited about it. As always, uh, if you guys like the content we're producing, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe as it helps us along the journey. But I am so excited for this week's episode. We have uh, actually a longtime friend of mine as well, the founder of True Hamiltonian, Max Francis. Thank you so much for joining us, Max. I'm excited to be here, thanks for having me. So uh, we wanted to have this interview for a while. We were thinking, let's branch out from real estate what's uh you know what should somebody we branch out to be and i thought you know who is like almost an embodiment of hamilton is max right i mean we're all wearing your yeah. hamilton is home swag Woo! so <laughs> true hamiltonian.ca that's it <laughs> nice <to talk>, <laughs> so the one thing i think a lot of people don't know about you max is that you're not originally from hamilton i am Do you not tell us a little bit about that and okay so i'm originally from fort lauderdale florida I have been in Hamilton for 25 years now, and I basically fell in love with this community. It's, uh, it's where I feel most at home. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. What is it that you love most about Hamilton? Uh, I have this story that I always tell. Uh, I remember growing up that whenever you met people in Florida, it's like they always wanted something. You had to figure out what they wanted. Uh, and when I got to Hamilton, I met people and they just genuinely either loved you or they hated you and they would let you know where you stand right off the bat. And I like knowing where I stand. So that's the thing I fell in love with is just uh, genuineness. Of the <laughs> Genuine? Yeah, I like oh, the yeah. way you put it. That's a great yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously everybody knows you, True Hamiltonian. Yes. You have that business. Uh, when did you decide to start? that business in Hamilton? Um, funny story, I did not want to start a business at all. Uh, I was working for a engineering firm uh, and I'd been there for, I ended up being there for 13 years, but I'd been there for a while and uh, I was acting on the side. I had like, I had gotten discovered by this agency, so I was going to all these auditions in Toronto and every time I'd go to Toronto, they'd ask me, where are you from? And I'd say Hamilton, and they'd be like, oh, why would you live there? <laughs> <laughs> and I would have to defend Hamilton every single time. So I remember telling uh, my girl at the time, I'm, I'm gonna get a shirt that says, I love Hamilton and weird every single time I go to Toronto, just to piss them off. <laughs> I love it. I remember, same thing, I used to go in Toronto, like we, me and friends go to a club yeah. or something, yeah. and you'd be talking to somebody, the minute you say it's from Hamilton, yeah. it's like, oh, from Hamilton. Uh, yeah, it's oh like yeah. you had the plague or something, Oh yeah, right? oh yeah. You, you had COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before so, COVID. Yeah, so like, how did the true Hamiltonian come from that? Okay, so I made a shirt that said, I heart Hamilton, and a buddy of mine at the time, he's like, dude, come on, that's a ripoff of I Heart New York. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, so? He's like, you're a smart dude, come up with your own stuff. Don't rip off somebody else's. And I was like, wow, you're right. So I sat down and I came up with like eight different slogans and I turned them all into t-shirts and I would just wear them on different days. And every single time I wore the one that said Hamilton is home, people would stop me. Where can I get that shirt? Where can I get that shirt? Really? So it just, it like literally embodied what people were feeling about the community. 
Uh, at first, I didn't even think about selling it. So what I started doing was I would make like a batch of shirts and just give them out to my friends and their friends. And, and then after a while, I'm like, frick, I can't afford to keep giving these shirts away. It's costing me a lot of money. So then I started selling them for 20 bucks each. And that took off. And then I did a, um, what do you call it? One of those street festivals. And I think I made 100 shirts. Wow. And we sold them all by like noon. I was like, okay, cool. we got something going on here. Yeah. So, yeah. So I know you also host um, local sport events. So how did it kind of roll into that for you? Um, for the Cats, we partnered to do a um, co-branded clothing. And uh, the first time we were launching it, it was one of my spring launches. I would have spring launches every year to like introduce all the new clothing. And it was at the Art Gallery of Hamilton and all the Thai cats were there, the uh, management. And I emceed the event myself because I couldn't afford to hire anyone. No. And they saw me emceeing the event and they thought I was great. And they, the very next day, they called me into the office and they were like, hey, we want to hire you to do our games. Oh, and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, you want to hire me to do what? <laughs> So I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody in that role before. I didn't even realize uh, it was a thing. Okay, so funny story. So they used to use interns to do it, but no intern lasted more than a year. They used to get yelled at, swore at, they had beer thrown at them. Aww. It was it was the job that, <laughs> that literally no one wanted to That's do. That's the honest Hamiltonians you love. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they loved the being that. Throwers, like, yeah. We do. never got any it. of that ever, like not one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. now you are with... The Honey Badgers, right? Uh, I did the Honey Badgers last year. I'm not with them this year. And the reason I'm not with them, and today's the first official day, is because I'm actually running for Hamilton City Council in Ward 4. Here we go. So that's, that's going to take up all of my free time. There you I go. I can imagine. That's so exciting. And then Max also told us that we're the first interview since yes. you, uh, you registered. You did you, the paperwork today? You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I literally just did the paperwork at 11 a.m. Perfect. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See, that's it. We're quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so obviously, yeah. you know, you love Ward 4. Yeah. But what, what's like, what was your favorite part of Hamilton? What's always been your favorite part of Hamilton if you had to pick? Uh, you mean as far as an area? Yeah. Like just... Um, Let's I say not word for it. No. <laughs> Obviously no, word for it. No, 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 no. I, I don't have a favorite part of Hamilton. I feel like Hamilton has something for everybody. There's, there's so much happening all over the place from the stadium and where it is to like the waterfront and the beer fest and all the stuff that happens down there to uh, Confederation Park. Oh my God, I have amazing memories. Just from the mini putter to batting cages, the amount of times I've been hit by balls. It's, <laughs> whoa, that sounded really bad. <laughs> that's, that's Keep it rolling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I have memories from all over. Uh, uh, they have that jumping place on the mountain. I took my daughter to that, and it was the it squirrel, was, right? Yeah, squirrel. flying yeah. squirrel. Oh that's my god! So Do good. not feed your kids yeah. before you go there, because there were kids projectile vomiting oh. all over the place. That's good, I won't be going to that. <laughs> that's so yeah, there are there are places all over Hamilton that I love for different reasons. So I feel like we say that all the time. You said the one line that we say almost every episode is yeah. there's something in Hamilton for everybody. It, like everybody. you hit it on the head with that. I think everybody. I, so true. We've even done like the uh, water. Front, I mean, the waterfall trails all around, or 
the escarpment stair. That's actually how me and my ex-wife met. We used to do the stairs Aww. every day together. Aww. That's probably why my left knee is totally <laughs> shot. <laughs> Did you meet on the stairs? No, we okay. didn't. Was on the stairs? No, no, no. We didn't meet on the stairs, but she's like, if you want to hang out with me, I do the stairs every day at this time. Be there. So I did the stairs with her every day for like life. a year. I was just like, ah. You were probably like at the time thinking, oh, you couldn't even do the stairs, but you're like, oh, it's worth the that's date. Amazing. You know what? Yeah, I'll do the stairs. I do them all the time. Oh, yeah. just to get out there. Yeah, that's amazing. Where so, do you where do you see Hamilton in ten years from now? Ah, uh, okay. So I think Hamilton was exploding pre-COVID. And uh, the last two years have probably set us back 10 years. So I think I th every city too, right? Yeah, every city. <laughs> so I think in the next 10 years, we're going to get back to where we were. And then as far as like development, we have so many amazing projects coming to town. So many companies coming here. Yeah. Our economic development department is doing an amazing job of marketing Hamilton. Totally. Uh, obviously, house prices are an issue right now. So we have to we have to find a way to make it more affordable for everybody. So yeah, yeah. that's a huge awesome. thing. The affordability, like we always talk about it. It's almost insane to think of the prices that we're getting for some of these properties. Like we were talking on earlier just before the podcast about we knew somebody that was picking up properties you know for a hundred thousand yeah in uh we've worked for but now the prices of that you're over six seven hundred thousand for yeah. one of those properties yeah. it's totally. getting out of hand i yeah. saw a place on canon and not the good part of canon the bad part of canon <laughs> that went for 800 i was like oh yeah, yeah. i was just like it caught in my throat <laughs> I know. yeah i think there was a point where people everyone got in a panic and yeah. i think we're gonna slowly start to calm down from that and then I, I hope so, because yeah. we need affordability. People need to be able to live where they work. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what made you decide to uh, make this move into politics? Okay, so there, we were, there were many factors. Um, it, it definitely happened during COVID. Uh, I had a lot of free time during COVID, uh, and I was on social media a lot. I was doing a top 10 list just to kind of stay, amuse myself and amuse other people, mm -hmm. keep everyone lighthearted. But I saw so many people complaining about the government and about everything. And I've always been a strong believer, if you're going to complain about something, then come up with a solution or do something about it. So when I got to the point where I was frustrated and I felt like I needed to complain about something, instead of complaining about it, I was like, nope, I'm going to run and I'm going to actually help make these changes. So, so this came from a place of, if you're, not part of the, if you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. So. Yeah. A man I of like action. That. A man of action, yeah. all the way. <laughs> so then what do you love most about your ward? We gotta okay. talk about that. Okay, so little known fact, I lived in Ward 4 for years with a roommate named Joe Nero, and at the time we both worked in bars, and we probably had some of the best times of our lives in Ward 4. <laughs> so I know people are gonna ask us a lot, where is Ward 4? Okay, Ward 4 is from Ottawa Street to the Red Hill Valley, and from the Bay to the edge of the escarpment. Mm -hmm. um, and then later on, uh, I used to go to the So Hungry Food Truck Festival, and almost 10 years ago, I was at that festival with my daughter, and I found this little empty storefront, and the lady who used to rent it, she died, and she was a little bit of a hoarder, so this place was just full of junk and dead rats, and like, we found a dead cat in there, it was like, oh, wow. it was horrible. 
So I, I, I rented this place and I spent two months cleaning it out and painting it and renovating it. And that was the home of our very first location. So Ward 4 has a lot of fond memories for me. I remember that location. Yeah. I got this shirt from that location. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan used to work there. I think yes, he did. When I went to, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Ottawa Street. I love it. Um, Little known fact about that location, it was haunted. It was. <laughs> I never the, stayed there past yeah. 8 o'clock. <laughs> the spirit of the dead cat. Oh, God. That's it. And so what are your goals with this campaign, obviously, aside from winning? Um, okay, so for me, in everything I do, my goal is always to be myself. So my goal with this campaign is to be as open, as honest, and as transparent as I can. And I actually love talking to people. I love engaging with people. So I'm really looking forward to knocking on doors, getting out there, meeting all the people in Ward 4, and just finding out what the issues are. Uh, I hate when politicians tell you what you need or what they're going to do. That's not the way it should be. I'm going to ask them what they need and what they want done and then kind of like figure it out. What What is the number one thing on that list? And that's the issues we're going to tackle. So I'm going to find out from them what they want and then we're going to work on that. Yeah, I think yeah. you got a big job ahead of you, but. <laughs> great approach. Though. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. the other thing. I always tell people this. I'm, I am so competitive when it comes to work. <laughs> Good. Like, if you get up at 6, I'm getting up at 5. If you get up at 5, I'm getting up at 4. If you stop working at 8, I'm not going to stop till 9. So no one's going to outwork me. It's impossible. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working people is like my only superpower. That's it. That's all I have. So You're always going. Ever since I've known you, you've always gone, go, go, oh, go, dude, go, go. The engine doesn't stop. Yeah. How much coffee do you drink? I don't. I don't drink that's, coffee that's or, uh, <laughs> or anything like that. It's natural. It's, no, my dad was that weird guy that would get up at 4 a.m. and water the lawn. And as oh. a kid, as a kid, I was like, what is wrong with him? And now I'm that guy. I'm up at 4 a.m. answering yeah. emails. People get up at like 8 or 9. They're like, why is your reply at 4 a.m.? That, that 4 a.m. lawn watering, though, that can't be underestimated. That's the, that's the secret, actually. <laughs> you buy the nicest lawn on the street. That's my like neighbor used to do that, too. Italian yeah. in So green. Uh, so I inherited that uh, get up early gene. And I'm one of those, I'm a morning person, man. Like, first thing in the morning, I start, you know how some people, they started like 60 and they slowly work their way up to 100 by noon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I start at 100. <laughs> and then as the day goes on, I kind of like fade a little bit. Like, I start out, and my daughter hates it because she's not a morning person. So I've learned that I have to like slowly like rub her back and like Aww. bring <laughs> her into going. my morning world. Because yeah. in the old days, I used to just turn the lights on and she's like, God! <laughs> <laughs> my wife's like that too. Like, I get up and I'm like, go, go. And she'll just be getting up. Yeah. And then I'll be talking, talking, talking. Yeah. I can see that she's just struggling. She has her coffee and she's probably wishing, like, would you just shut up? Would you? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not something you can learn to be. You yeah. just are. You just are. You don't. Like, some like people like stay up too. all night, right? Yeah. It's just whatever type of person you are. Yeah. 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 So there's certain things on your platform that you're running on. Like uh, okay. So, so I have an amazing campaign manager. I have an amazing team. We're waiting to uh, roll out our campaign platform. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Here's why. When you roll out your campaign platform early, every political pundit or person on social media, they start picking it apart. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just roll it out slowly and deliberately so that 
as it comes out and there are issues with it or whatever, we can address those as it happens. If I just spewed it out right now, there'd be like 20 people like, oh, he's an idiot, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just social media, my God. Yeah. The so they're just waiting yeah. to take you apart, so I'm just gonna give them a little, a little bit, bit at a yeah. time. Just Especially like, when people have access to their information right in their hands all yeah. the time now. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So yeah. you're gonna wait for it. Oh, <laughs> that's it. We'll release it. Hey, we already got the first interview, so yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I'm gonna be talking about that. I'm gonna have to get you to sign my shirt oh. after or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, I can't wait for the debates because uh, I'm a huge wrestling fan. So, <laughs> so at every at every debate, I'm gonna start the debates by asking the other candidates. What's your name? And when they start go to answer, I'm gonna be like, I don't care. Oh Nobody cares what your name is. I love it. For people that don't know, I actually wrestled pre-COVID. I used to wrestle at Hamilton Pro Wrestling, which I think in the future we might actually do an episode down there. Yeah. We're gonna put you her. Uh, we're gonna put you her in some elbow pads and a helmet. <laughs> okay. Get so, her bouncing around. So here's the thing. I love being the grassroots guy, like talking to people on the street, like people that come in the store. You'd be shocked how many people are fans of the grassroots wrestling, wrestling movement. They love it. Like, I was just talking to a guy today. He's like, oh, me and my girlfriend were in Toronto last weekend, and we missed the event in the Hamilton. I was so upset about it. Like, it's a good time. Like, it's just everyone's there having a great time, and they're so into it. And the energy's amazing. Oh, I remember yeah. when I first started, I thought, okay. At first, I didn't want to really tell people because yeah. I thought, oh, they're going to think I'm weird. Yeah. But then I started telling people, and everybody's yeah. reaction was like, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. When can I come? Can I come yeah. to an event? Yeah. And then it's, you're yeah. right. It's a fun time. Another little known story. I I hosted a Ticats game, finished hosting, I think, in the third quarter, and I ran over to see one of Justin's matches because Did really? I didn't want to miss it. I love Aww. that. <laughs> see? Friendship right there. Yeah. No, I love it. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's, that's all the it. questions we got. Unless, Brandy, you got anything else there? I think that's good. You're good? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just me yelling at yeah. the camera yeah, for 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Max, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it means a lot you. that you came on this podcast. Thanks. And uh, we're so happy to have we you. We wish you all the best in your campaign. Thank First you. interview. And as uh, always. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one last thing to say. And okay. I've said this in every little clip I've ever done. I get hungry a lot, so make sure you have snacks when I come to your house. Oh, you guys are made for each other. <laughs> <laughs> we should have brought snacks. Yeah. That's it. But <laughs> next time we'll we were get talking it. about beer, That's but it, it wasn't appropriate. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, your support means the world to us, so thanks for watching week in and week out. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. It always helps us out. It helps other people find us as well. Ding that little bell on YouTube so you get notified of the new episodes. Uh, if you ever want to reach out to us, you can contact us below. We're going to link up Max's uh, social media as well if you want to reach out to him. But once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. See you later. <laughs>